I'm Johnny Minoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What's up, dude? Not much. Just put my Displacer Beast in his cage and grabbed a banana, and I'm ready to go. Nice. Banana. Hmm. So, speaking of bananas, uh, how are the apes over at Ape Mountain taking you not being at the mountain anymore? Well, I'm down the foothills. Oh, okay. So, the, so, lowland, yeah. the lowland apes are still around. Okay. Right, they're gotcha. they're still up top. They're doing just fine. We have a gondola, okay. you know. Okay, we, yeah, it's it's hand cranked. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but gorillas, they're they're really good at hand cranking. Well, they're strong. They're a lot of upper body. <laughs> the strength, manual yeah. labor, right? Um, Lots of upper body strength. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have potassium. Come on. Right, right. Speaking of which, I need to take my magnesium. It's getting nice. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I take a magnesium every night before I go to bed. Glycinate? Um, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's some super crunchy organic thing I got from Amazon, obviously. But uh, <laughs> but it was recommended by several websites, so it can't be bad, right? As no, long I, as it isn't magnesium oxide. No, I don't believe it's magnesium oxide. I would okay. probably recognize that as poison. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I'm no, pretty magnesium, sure they, yeah. magnesium malate and glycinate are the best. Okay. I'm pretty sure it, it might be glycinate. I'm not sure. I have to look. Glycinate is so good. Now I have to look. Anyway, um, we have a show tonight. However, uh, we have a guest tonight as well. We'll be getting to that in just a second. But um, let's see. Everybody make sure to go and check out last week's jim jones episode uh it was a pretty good one i liked it uh we are getting deep into the jim jones saga and story and which is kind of our theme this season with cults and um cults and cult accessories no but cults and cult like (laughs) behavior and all that um it seems that it's more and more of these cults are kind of popping up um yeah well, and as we get into October too, which we are planning for, um, we're going to see a lot more weird stuff. There's there's been some weird stuff coming out, but oh, for sure, for um, sure. I mean, for right now, we have Mexican aliens. Oh my god, that's Mexican. that's what you get. <laughs> you do you get Mexican aliens right now? You get Mexican aliens that look like they're made out of uh, oh Flintstones vitamins. You get pinata aliens. Right, right. Shitty, shitty Tijuana pinata aliens. <laughs> Tijuana aliens? No, they're like I Tijuana pinatas. Entirely different from anybody who's been stationed in San Diego. Well, no. Yeah, Tijuana aliens are a little different than Tijuana pinata aliens. Yeah, the little, yeah, because the little, the little pin, the little aliens are selling the pinata aliens. The little cheek like kids. God. Oh my lord! Oh, I'm man. sure that brings up memories. It does. It does. Of all the times we went to Tijuana when we weren't supposed to. Did you guys have a chance? No. 
Why would we what? get a chit? Did you guys get a chit? No. Why would we get a chit? We're just going. Why? Yeah. Just don't get in trouble. Gets in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Pays federales another 60 bucks. You know how many times it cost us 60 bucks to get out of Mexico just to let the federales let us go? And then you you end up as the um on the channel, Johnny, you see the like the uh nine pictures that Dogbot posted. Oh jeez, yeah. The Pompeii victims, the bottom one, bottom middle. <laughs> you end up like that in Tijuana. Hold on, I gotta look at this one. I don't remember what this one looks like. <laughs> the bottom middle. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> why is he why is he touching himself? He's like, fuck it. I'm it was, <laughs> one more before the lava gets me. What What do you have? Pirate, uh, let's be, come on, let's be completely clear. Pyroclastic flow, not lava. Oh, excuse me, pyroclastic flow. The, and then the next one, it looks like he's smiling. <laughs> the, ne- the next one just looks like, like a Phineas and Ferb character. It does. The giant nose. Look at the nose on that thing. But Holy how God. are those teeth so perfect? Right, right. You can't tell me that's just ash. No way. Mm-mm. Anyway, know, man. Anyway, so we have we have a guest this evening. Uh, we're going to be talking to a friend from Norway named Leo. Um, he's got some interesting stuff to talk about, and we'll be with him in just a minute. Actually, let's jump into it right now. Welcome to the show, Leo from Norway. How's it going, man? Hello, it's going uh, really good. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to your awesome uh, counterculture podcast. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I know it's been a little while. We've been we've been talking about this off and on for a little bit. Um, we get busy, you know. I I have work. The guys have work. We we end up with we have guests and stuff. But we got we finally got you on, man. So. Welcome. Yeah, and I'm so grateful to be on. Uh, I've been listening to this show since, I don't know, maybe, maybe it wasn't in existence then, but I think since 2015 or something, 16. 16, yep, 2016. 2015 would have been uh, the current year tonight. That was my very, very, very first podcast ever. And then this would have been... Oh, like, wow. Yeah, January. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It was It was a uh, a... Not really a poor attempt because it wasn't bad. If we had better writers, if we had writers at all, actually, it would have been great. But <laughs> we made it, it, it was at an actual parody of The Daily Show, right? Um, at the time, John Oliver's current, was it the current week today? The current, the current week, no. The current month today or some shit like that? It was something stupid. The current week tonight or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we just made the parody of it and we even used a John Oliver uh, soy jack as a. <laughs> As a cover, but. Whoa, so you you guys were first <laughs> yes. with the soy jacks. Oh yeah, definitely. He, he was, yeah, Whoa, definitely awesome. And then and then along came yeah, and then and then it was like uh, that that first one was great. You guys got to do another one. I'm like cool. And then the one guy who was helping me write decided to not help me write anymore. And then the other person who was helping me write decided to not help me write anymore. And I couldn't do it by myself, so that failed. So then I was like, you know what we can do that doesn't require any writing at all? Talking about cool spoopy shit. And there was the paranormal. 
Yes, and then, and, uh, and then sometimes you you run out of Bigfoot and ghost things to talk about, so you get into even weirder stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what we have talked about quite a bit on this show a lot is um, witchcraft and uh, Luciferianism, and even we brought up paganism a few times. But a lot of these, uh, as you're going to be telling us about, a lot of these all cross over in the Nordic uh, ice, the uh, the Nordic North. You want to call it Scandinavia, right? Yes, they do, and there's a deep and uh, long culture of it here. I mean, all nations have it, of course, mm. uh, and you have variations of uh, the severity of the engagement with it. Like sometimes it's pretty blatantly satanic, and other times uh, you can sort of more understand uh, the people engaging with it. Mm. Yeah, so it's you mean it's not like um it's not always like the movie Midsummer. No. And uh they're really uh you know, they're happy people and uh but um it's just interesting uh you have these like it's, there's a lot of, like hippie blend over as well, but I'll be getting oh. into that uh later. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. It's like matriarchal and sort of cucked. <laughs> well, I was I was going to say it's it's not all like midsummer, it's more like midsummer meets eyes wide shut. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> isn't that kind of what midsummer was was like eyes wide shut with giant hammers. Like <laughs> Yeah, but mid midsummer with the Jewishness over satanic <laughs> yeah. stuff. All right, all right, all right. Eyes wide shut. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That that movie, man, I was told that movie was a great horror movie because I love horror movies. And Which one, I, Midsommar? Midsommar, yeah. I watched yeah. it and I hated the shit out of it. I did not like that movie at all. Well, it and, was it was a Jewish guy who did it, right? Ari Ari Aster. Yeah, it was a Swedish Jewish guy or Norwegian. Was a Swedish Jewish guy? Is like because it was, a, or was he just Jewish and pretending to be Swedish, something like that? But he put in so much crap, and he had he had like Dime Store Charlie Day, right? Was it Dime Store? Which is, which is really low because Charlie Day's already Dime Store. Well, was it Dime Store? Charlie Day was the main character. It was it was like Dime Store? Some other actor. I can't remember who it was, but I think it might have been. But it was cheap cop, cheap copy of whoever it was. But the movie was just terrible, and it and it made me not want to look at like pagan stuff. You know what I mean? Like, no, I got you. Yeah. Uh, Will Will Poulter's was the. Uh, the one guy, he was from, oh God, was it uh, one of the Chronicles of Narnia movies, I think. He was one of the, the brothers? Or? No, he was in uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. He played uh, Eustace. Oh, okay. The kid who was a douche at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still like, he just has that face. Yeah, he does. Makes it look like a douche. <laughs> All right. But, anyways, getting back to, getting back to yes. actual. Sorry about that, Leo. We, we tend to. That's we, totally fine. <laughs> we rabbit trail. Yeah, you get to rabbit trail with us. How about that? All right. Sorry, what I, I didn't said, really catch. That. Oh, I said Sorry. you. I said you <laughs> get to go down. Again. You get to go down the rabbit trails with us this time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Oh for sure. Uh, but just sort of watch out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's let's talk about um, yeah. Let's talk about about these 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 cultures that you have going on over there in Norway. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, it's a very uh, collectivistic culture, so the woke virus uh, was easily spread here through mm. peer pressure and such things. But Norwegians are really uh, 
quite sort of like social, socially conservative. Um, it's only been like a recent development that we've seen this uh, sort of like burning man, uh, new age witchcraft type of paganism. Uh, but when I grew up and uh, all my life, there's been a sort of unhealthy distrust towards Christianity, but maybe it's not that unhealthy because Christianity tends to be either some sort of like Zionist setup or a cult or something else. Uh, uh, so it has like a, a worse reputation here than uh, in most other Western countries, I would assume. Well, and you guys have primarily, is it Lutheran and Catholicism? Yes, uh, it's primarily those two. Now, I'm a Protestant myself, though, but, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff with Lutheranism and also liberal Protestant oh, yeah. churches have a tendency of bending the knee to whatever uh, they're oh, being told to bend the knee <laughs> most definitely. towards. Uh, Lutheranism has gone so far as I've seen, uh, I don't know which branch of Lutheranism it is in the United States, but didn't they have like a Satanist lesbian as the head of the church there for a minute? Oh, I think that was in Sweden. Was that in Sweden? Okay. okay. I think so. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense think, that it I would think be that Sweden. was. <laughs> I thought it was here in the U.S., but, I mean, why not? It, yeah, because Sweden. I mean, why the hell not? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, L Lutheranism. I mean, Johnny, you, you've seen all the faces of Lutheranism because in oh, our sure. circles here in America, like, Lutheranism is, like, super based, and they've got all different faces, right? Um, just like yes. any, any flavor of Christianity that we talk about. Are you saying super Lutheran is not based? What's that? Did you just say super Lutheran is based or is not based? No, 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 no. I said Lutheranism is the super base. I was joking. I made a super Lutheran joke. I, I know. I know. I know. Okay. okay. Anyways. That's I interesting. That's, that's like super based over there. It seems Here, like that was super cuffed, right? Yeah. That's the only thing considered based. Yeah. Orthodoxy, which is like, you know, not, I don't know. Is Orthodoxy a Norwegian thing or is it It's a, like it's a Russian well, Polish thing? It's, no, it's right? definitely well, no, you, not the Norwegian thing. It's well, not, you mean you mean Orthodox Orthodoxy as in or Orthodox as in like the normal, right? Not like the Orthodox Church. Uh, yeah, well, the Greek Orthodox Church is right. what I mean. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and that's the uh, Greek Orthodox Church. It's not the. There's no such thing as a Norwegian Orthodox Church, is there? No, and there never has been. But there's been a heavy uh, sort of like orthodox uh, push everywhere trying to get people to mm. convert to orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. And then they have this perfect little Hegelian trap there because uh, if you start getting into that, then they can start accusing you of being a Russian spy or something. Right. So, so it's a push from the Russian Orthodox Church, not the Greek Orthodox Church? Uh yeah, perhaps it is, but um, I just I just know that uh, they view the Orthodox churches. I mean, like you have the Russian Orthodox Church and the Greek Orthodox Church and mm -hmm. the Ethiopian right. or Orthodox Church, but I know that they're viewed with uh, skepticism, kind of like in the spirit of what we've seen happening uh, in Ukraine as well. Oh yeah. Um. That's another thing. In Norway, what is the uh, what is the general consensus on the Ukraine Russian thing? The general consensus used to be very pro uh, 
whatever Ukraine. Like uh, I took the train <laughs> from uh, two different cities, like uh, through through the mountains, and I met this older man and uh i remember when that nord stream pipeline blew up he was mm. just saying well you know putin he's he's totally crazy you can't can't trust him so yeah yeah uh, but there's a, a big sort of like dissident push towards like uh, away from it but that is perfectly encaptured inside inside of this like bricks uh, third world will rise and western colonialism and all that shit you know oh boy i don't even get me started on bricks i hate that oh. <laughs> yeah it's uh <laughs> linden larouche people have been bothering me for decades <laughs> well it's, uh, it's another psyop right it is i'm one of my favorite things <clears throat> about the larouche thing was one time they, i was on the phone with one of them i'm trying to get rid of him and he's talking about how uh Egypt wanted to nationalize their banks. I was like, wow, that sounds like a socialist program. He's like, well, almost. I was like, yeah, but like a national socialist program. <laughs> and the guy was like, ah. I was like, oh, yeah. Immediately just shuts down. And yeah, he's like brain. I was like, dude, I mean, I set myself up for the alley-oop so, so well there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like the angry, the, the NPC turns angry. Yeah, and he, he did. And it's like, get out of here with your stupid third world bullshit. Anyways, yeah, so, so, um, I don't. I don't really. Let's talk about. Dude, let's talk about the the witchcraft stuff, man. Let's talk. I'll, I'll, I don't care about yeah. that. I don't, honestly don't care about. The, I don't care it. about the Lutherans. I don't care about the Protestants. Okay, that's just, that's the battle is old as time. Let's talk about the witches and the the Luciferians and stuff. That's that's the stuff I want to hear about. Witches and the sat- satanic stuff in Norway. Everybody hears about like all this black metal, right? All the black metal burning churches. And it's like, you know, ah, I was going to mention that it's because, you know, because Christianity came in and killed all the pagans, right? That's the, that's the story. Right. And then the churches come in and they disrupted all the old ways and forced Chris, the yoke of Christianity on the, 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 the poor Vikings. Right. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's basically yeah. the story that we're told in school. The Vikings that were so brave and smart and undefeatable, yet they were somehow defeated, and then by Christians, uh, they didn't really maintain any of their, their texts. So all the texts we have from Beowulf and whatever come from monks, but whatever. Let's just get back to yeah. human sacrifice. If you eat your soy slop and give up a baby every second year or something, it's going to be good. <laughs> Oof. So when you say witchcraft covens in Norway, now what is what are these guys actually guys? They're well, probably a lot of male witches too. But um, how do you mean witches? Like actual, like having black masses type stuff? Like um, mm. seems more like lodges, basically like mm. Freemasonry, but for women. Oh, like Order of the Eastern Star type. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, there's been a lot of weird <laughs> stories coming out here in Norway. So I'll give you an example. There was some murder case where it was pretty obvious that the dude they had put in prison for this murder was innocent. And then they had tried to to send whatever, the DNA and get it looked at again, and it had been denied. And then... A Norwegian normie, like mainstream newspaper, wrote about the fact that all the women in charge of that, like DNA, they they were in this like sort of same 
cult or group or whatever, and they would mm. have their hair in a certain sort of like braid, and they called each other witches. I mean, that is not uncommon. I mean, like Hillary Clinton is known to be in a coven. Bill even says it. You know, Bill, Bill was the, actually that's the first I had ever heard of it was Bill Clinton talking about Hillary and her coven doing uh, not seances, but they were uh, speaking to Eleanor Roosevelt. They were um, what do you call that? Communing with spirits. Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was oh probably a man? Who was, it was probably communing a man. With, with lesbian spirits. Communing with with probably Franklin D in a dress, but. but anyways yeah so these witches um were would have been the ones who were in charge of doing the dna testing or sending for the dna testing i think it was both like it's not that um because you have other people working but Mm. they're the ones who put the stamp of approval and also some of the dna testing as well it was basically like a firewall like you couldn't get through okay and uh, they were cooperating and they called themselves witches and so and they had i don't remember i think it was some sort of blue ribbon in their hair or something Okay, I mean that kind of makes sense. I'd something identifiable. Um, yeah, and it kind of makes sense that they would put these people in positions, uh, you know, to control things. Maybe there's more of them than 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 just those in the in the DNA testing. Maybe they're you know they're involved in a lot of other stuff too, right? Yeah, they are, and um, I I discovered this like last some no not last. It was like actually 2021. Uh, me and my wife, we were walking along the river, and there's this one spot in particular that we love. There's a little beach there, and then we saw this uh, strange construction, uh, and then there was like a manual next to it, and it was fairly satanic, uh, encouraging people uh, that walked past to perform a ritual and to to walk up to this portal and to have something else come into their body. Wait, what? And what I discovered? Yeah, sorry, Reinhardt. No, just I'm I'm just, shocked. What? Please yeah, that was the end of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, at the surface level, you could say it's just like an art project, but uh, it became weirder the more I found out about it because uh, of the people involved in the pro in the project and so um there's this fairly uh, minuscule instagram profile with the artist that makes these portals and they all look like these like blair witch projects or like witchcraft demonic constructions huh yeah it's so really like weird stick- those stick man type things that you see on yeah, like the Blair Witch man project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly like that. And they look like sort of like spider demon monsters. Oh, wow. Well, and that's so, yeah, that, uh, that does remind me. That's where a lot of like our American witchcraft comes from is mainly the like Celtic and Scandinavian tradition. So a lot of what we have here is bastardized from what is in your lands. I mean, everything we have here is bastardized. Yes, and in our lands, it is more legit, and it's also tied together with uh, state state power and uh, glowies. How so? Well, um, 
I'll get into that, but first I'm just going to tell you a bit more about this Blair Witch project yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, person, because um, what, what, what was so interesting is that um, the Instagram account run, run by the artists that does this project with these demonic portals everywhere only has like 35 followers, but three of those followers and people those followers seem to engage with the content a lot and they seem to enjoy the content a lot. And I actually have confirmed that they have been present at a lot of these rituals. Three of them worked as laboratory engineers for AstraZeneca. Huh? Really? AstraZeneca, the vaccine company. Well, they're and they're all from the. They all have the same uh, family name. Now, are what, you now? What's his? Now, yeah, what, the Instagram yeah, to what is, Johnny privately. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I want to show it to. Okay, yeah, or say it on the show, but I will provo- provide it uh, to Johnny. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I like wrote a Substack about it, but I have anonymized them now. There's a fairly good chance that they have no idea what they're even doing mm. <laughs> in the first place. Possible. Yeah. But, Johnny, um, yeah. What's oh, continue. And, yeah. I, I just found it really strange. And also that artist mm. who does these portals, mm. she is tied. And I don't have the name of uh, the Institute in my head right now. But she is directly tied to a psychedelic institute in California that I know Joe Rogan has had a lot of dealings with as well. Mm. Wow. So a connection all the way to California. Mm, yes. And her, her artworks, here it says on their own webpage, uh, the Portal Research Center, that's what they call it, is a platform, a portal for artistic, scientific, and magical research. Uh, it was established with the aim to create a special portal mechanism to start realizing new ideas and reflect old ones across the world. In 2018, the Portal Research Center began collaborating with the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm. Hmm. Really? <laughs> so the Portal Research the Portal Research Center. This is the thing. Exactly. This is the legitimate thing, the Portal Research Center that gets like funding. Yes, but it's it's only like a fairly obscure sort of artistic page um like when they do their artwork and mm-hmm. whatever but you can see that uh, they the artwork do is disturbing gatherings where they all dress in red hoods and mm-hmm. burn effigies okay this is very interesting yeah well yes. especially so, because we'll even, even over here portals have become a, a huge mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm. people have been coming forward i mean tennessee johnny Tennessee seems to be like portal central. Definitely. Oh, especially, and I was going to say between over. Oak Ridge and that whole area. Right. Um, yeah. We'll definitely link this Substack in the show notes for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do that. And I'll send you the rest of the information as well. Okay, I cool. just kind of, I don't want to out them with their name. somehow. Oh, no. also for my own security, honestly. No, absolutely. But this is, this is, yeah, this is extremely disturbing. You've got like, 
that that appendage artwork thing and then you have the the chair artwork thing and then whatever's going on there in the woods with the chains you know dude this yeah, yeah that's that, prometheus and, and, oh that's prometheus oh the fire i get it now okay yeah mm. okay I, it takes you so once you realize what it is you're like oh now i get it yeah it's it's probably has several meanings uh yeah prometheus hearts. fallen angels you know you can go on and on and on there's yes. a dude oh. who uh, hangs out with them a lot and who helped them build one of their constructions. And he has this artwork on his Instagram of him walking through a sort of normal looking portal. And then he comes out on the other side as a giant, as a, basically a Nephilim. Hmm. Interesting. Can you provide that as well? Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, I will provide yeah, that like as well. Reinhardt, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll provide you with everything. It's, <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah, because definitely. It seems like uh, it's kind of edgy, but it also seems like they kind of know a little bit of lore. It's like a bit deeper than just being edgelords. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of crazy, though, that these, these people are all connected to these you know, satanic families and AstraZeneca is part of it. Like you have these crazy artists doing demon spider monsters and you've got all these poor, and all, it's all the same people that are doing all this stuff together. Yeah. You know, it's the, the European aristocratic elites yeah. and they run old families that have traditions of witchcraft going back several hundred years. But but Leo, that doesn't. That's not. That's they just do that in movies, man. That doesn't happen in real life. That's not real. Europe no, always, of course Europe not. has always been Christian. Yeah, Europe's always been thousand years. Like, yeah, man. Like what the hell, dude? This isn't real. I watch TV, okay? I know what's up. No, <laughs> this is people forget. <laughs> people forget the thousands of years of like basically ritualistic pagan magic that went on in Europe. You know, right. like, with druids and. Uh, wizards and whatever you want to call these people um the tuatha de danan and you know they made their way around europe and all this you know occult stuff and yeah it's not surprising that uh well johnny it makes it makes the the renaissance fair tier stuff here in the states look like renaissance tier larping right it does right because it's it's absolutely real yeah and here it is you're it's just you know it used to be you know nerds just kind of larping a little bit now it's trannies and nerds larping a lot (laughs) but there is i will say there is a basis here for people coming over and bringing the scandinavian germanic celtic right uh magic traditions here and melding it with some of the native american stuff and we see a lot of power Mm. in in native american mythology and Mm. their magics we see and, a melding of those two, and that is very interesting when it's not all just faggots. Speaking of faggots, <laughs> I'm looking at this gate on your Substack right now. Mm-hmm. The, the two pillars, oh, with the that are blue with it, the, the with hearts. the hearts. It literally yes. looks like a gay guy standing there. Yeah, what's like what's with the hearts? <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we probably, have any idea? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I, uh, okay. I asked the question in, in like a comment. If anyone has any idea, if if this number four signifies anything, huh? This is like th- this is kind of like 
it's very strange, right? But this is also kind of like the same kind of artwork they do at the like, Comet Ping Pong Pizza, you know, and at the Podesta's right. house. At the Podesta's house. And this has a very, I don't want to say Pizzagate type vibe, but it kind of does. You know what I mean? It's kind of got that same sort of creepy, occult, child sacrifice sort of vibe to it, you know? When I go into the sort of communities that ha- that like interact with the posts and mm-hmm. stuff, and I see a lot of a lot of trannies and obviously mentally ill people, and they go into churches and whatever, uh, spray paint it, and they defecate on the walls. And it's like oh, yeah. totally unhinged behavior of absolute uh, degenerate depravity that I see through some of the people not not the astrocenic engineers of course but uh, some of the fans of of this type of stuff I wonder what would happen if you took the people that did that tied them down and force fed them ivermectin for like a week straight (laughs) like (laughs) the horrors gigantic mongolian death worms coming out coming out of them that's what i'm saying like the horrors that you would like right that would probably right talking snake Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would come out of their mouth and start talking to you right right it would be well if either of you guys know stargate johnny i know you do it'd be a goa old coming out of their mouth (laughs) right like oh the reverse of uh, whatever that thing was they put in Chekhov's ear in Wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? That's gross. Yeah. That was that that thing. That thing. That never mind. I don't want to talk about Star Trek. Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know why I was about to, but yes, parasites, man. These trannies and they're disgusting, and they go into the churches, and it's it's trannies and. Very, well, I mean, I don't want to repeat myself, but mentally ill people, but I have to repeat myself there because trainees have to be differentiated from regular mentally ill people now. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be too inclusive, right? They need to I be got like, this feeling that like you, you have these astrocenic engineers and whatever they've been doing with their monkey DNA and perhaps parasites uh, or nanotechnology parasites or mm. whatever is in those shots that they're like real magicians in the sense that they have like uh, these um, mentally ruined uh, sort of uh, thralls under them. They're like, they become like warlocks, you know, they can just watch their creation as it slips into uh, total depravity and I don't know, laughs to themselves or something. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, um, Definitely interesting because, and it's not just AstraZeneca. You got to remember Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, oh, yeah. and Moderna are all involved in this too. But AstraZeneca didn't AstraZeneca go away? Like they were like they're like, all right, we're done with this one. We uh, yeah. yeah, AstraZeneca, like uh, one of the first countries in the world that actually publicly complained about AstraZeneca and sounded the alarm was actually uh, Norway. Okay. And uh, they were called in uh, on the carpet or whatever it's called in English uh, to get a firm talking to because uh, they had been saying uh, all kinds of shit about the vaccine in the EU commission. But mm. <clears throat> remember that dude was knighted for his work uh, with AstraZeneca oh, by that's right. the king or something. That's right. Yep. Mm. He received an award, a grand award. Um, there's like two parallel worlds um that's why it's kind of like tricky over here because we've had like a very 
positive view of monarchy and our king and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then suddenly uh, all these weird things start happening. But a lot of the sort of dissident for the people, um, political uh, opportunists, they, they just can't separate themselves from their idea of the crown and of the king. And so they just have to cook no matter no matter what it is, they have to sort of bend to the king, you know, oh, it's the king. And right. I think, you know, Norway it was, it was a Viking society, but for a fairly long time, most of the populace living here, they were these like slaves under the, the bigger Vikings. And they, I think maybe that explains some of the NPC behavior I see today. You think so? Just because they were just like basically uh, serfs more or less. Yeah, I think uh, the serfdom uh, was uh, heavily, uh, like, sort of uh, (laughs) taken into uh, DNA, and uh, Hmm. it becomes like a survival strategy or something. Because um, when you have it going on for like a couple of thousand years, I would assume it has some consequences. I was going to say it's epigenetically. uh, Yeah, epigenetically imprinted or epigenetically imprinted NPCism. Write that down, Reinhardt. Epigenetically imprinted NPCism. Yes. Epigenetically <laughs> imprinted NPCism. Yes, that's this. That is the episode title. If if we don't, and if we don't, we're going to use that on a Nationalist Inquirer. <laughs> that's an awesome title. <laughs> yes. Yes. There it is. And that's a, and, right. and you know, Leo, that's how all of our best all of our best work is done on the fly like this. We uh, it really is. Some of our best shows that we've ever had, we've had literally no notes. We just we just watched some stuff and listened to some stuff and just talked about it and that's yeah that, that's and a lot it. and a lot of it we just pull out of our heads too because and and we're not and cracking, asses but we pull a lot of it out of it our just asses. come what we pull out of it out of our asses too well that too but we're not <laughs> bragging but it, it, we we are intelligent people so <laughs> we're able to read books and just pull things in and pull things from the back of our mind. And you know, we don't just regurgitate books either. That's another thing. They're not just right. regurgitated. They're fully digested and processed. Yes. None of us have eidetic memories to my knowledge, at least. Well, it's not just we that. All know, the problem we all know Jack doesn't have an eidetic memory. Jack can't read. Yeah, well, can't read. that's, uh, but that's how you make great shows, you know? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I have like a fairly small podcast myself and I have this sort of style of talking like now it, it kind of winds on forever, but, um, I agree. It's, uh, it's better when you just say whatever is on, on your mind on the fly. And that, uh, is creativity in the free, uh, territory. Well, having some, like a little bit of structure is good. Like a basic outline, you know, is fine. But, uh, like I said, some of our some of our best stuff was just we just came up with on the fly, and that's how it works. But yes, you were here for that. All right, so back to back to uh back to Norway. We keep getting off Norway. Got to stop doing this. So you were talking about the aristocracy, right, and the occultism, and in, in the aristocracy, and like you said, like a dual tiered society. Is that what you said? If I'm correct. Yeah, like <clears throat> I may have taken that a bit further than what reality 
the reality actually is, but uh, it's just a theory that I'm well, I'm running with. But yeah, uh, well, I don't think you're wrong. I think that like I think what are you trying? Let me let me just see if this is correct. If this is what you're trying to say, that there's a face. Obviously, there's a face that the aristocracy puts on for the public. Everybody loves the king. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But behind closed doors, they really do all the stuff. They do all the Crowley rituals and like rape babies and stuff. Well, yeah, or. Or do all the uh, maybe not just um, that, maybe not that, it, but it like the actual like cult it. magic <laughs> rituals. Sorry. Well, your your royal bloodline is intermixed with like our Hollywood pedo satanic bloodlines, right? Well, yeah, it took a nosedive recently. It was just so strange. Like, uh, so our princess, she was dating a dude. His name is Ari Ben. And he was like, uh, a depressed, like sad boy writer. Um, he said something that, uh, Kevin Spacey had touched him and then he committed suicide as they all do. And then he was um, one of those. He got into what did he say? He was one of those, one of the Kevin Spacey accusers that died. Yeah. Because all of his accusers died. All of Kevin Spacey. The boyfriend of the princess of Norway. The boyfriend of the princess of Norway said, Kevin Spacey touched me. I'll show you on the doll. And then he died before he could show him on the doll. And they they made a huge deal out of his suicide as well. Right. Because it was a quote suicide. Right, right, right. I remember this. It was like a bishop who was giving like a lecture on whether or not he went to heaven when he had killed himself. And it was just like stupid, you know? (laughs) Right. We all know that he was murdered by Kevin Spacey's people because he was talking about Kevin Spacey. Right. He probably went to heaven. Well, Yes, for being murdered. Well, yeah, they they do the whole thing. Of, like on. you were you were suicided, so you know. You, well, wait a minute. You go to hell. Uh, what 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 he's saying is that Kevin Spacey touched him. He's just saying that he had gay sex with Kevin Spacey. So so no, he's not in hell. He's a faggot who burns in hell in heaven. He's in hell. He's gay. <laughs> yes, he actually probably had. That's was the thing is he probably did a gay with Kevin Spacey, and then he came out and said Kevin Spacey touched me. So. Yeah, to get some Gibbs. Yeah. He's in hell either way. Why would you be? That's stupid. You're dating the princess. You probably could marry her and be like prince by proxy, right? And why would you? Why? I mean, even if Kevin Spacey did touch you inappropriately, why would you just not shut the fuck up and take all the princess's money? He wanted to go to hell. What are you going to get? What are you going to? I mean, what are you going to get from Kevin Spacey that you're not going to get from dating royalty? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, a rope around your neck. Maybe he was into BDSM. That's what he ended up with. Yeah, he ended up with yeah. a rope around his <laughs> neck. <laughs> I mean, Dumbass. she's not that pretty. No. I'll say that. They never, well, it's because it's the dude. Remember? Yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, because you gotta remember, this is the paranormal reason Dogbot is here by proxy. So I'm going to say that probably four times this show. Look at the dude that that dude is with nowadays. Uh, Tell us about this guy. Yeah, tell us about that. That that, that man does not appear like your typical Norwegian. He kind of looks black. (laughs) The princess? No, the boyfriend. Oh, the boyfriend. The the new boyfriend. boyfriend. uh, Yes. uh, Durek dude. Oh, I'm sorry. did Did I skip ahead unexpectedly? No, I don't a think little you bit, did. But that's fine. Oh, oh, okay. oh. You know what's really funny is uh, sort of thinking of Durek and she, like the princess in World of Warcraft. She's like a princess from the Alliance, and he's uh, an orc, and they've gotten <laughs> together. <laughs> Literally, that is that is the perfect analogy for someone like me. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> this is Mark but, um, okay, or okay. around. I'm not really sure what time it was, but uh, maybe a couple of years before, maybe right after uh, he killed himself. This uh, princess of Norway, and I have to actually say that she revoked her princess title, so she's not actually a princess anymore. But she kind of is. But whatever, she created this like uh, an- angel school where you get in touch with. Uh, your angels and your guardian angels and sort of like a Kabbalah spiritualistic uh, find your guardian angel type of thing. But um, I have some good authority on, on that, that it was basically a DMT cult. Okay. This is now getting even more interesting. Yes. And uh, like, well, it's just something I've heard from someone I trust on, on that topic. But so not long after he killed himself, she gets in, in a relationship with this dude named Durek. And he's black and from from Hollywood. And uh, he has been saying a bunch of stuff. Like, for instance, he says that he is um, a princess from the andromeda galaxy and a oh reptilian boy. and that they have come to teach humanity uh, all types of things uh, this has been in the normal newspapers so if you want to talk about demoralization or whatever here you have it like uh, just imagine writing out of the newspaper and giving it to npcs to read <laughs> um i'm reading right here that this guy claims that he can turn out the atoms of a female vagina and reduce age. He also claims to be a reincarnated pharaoh from Egypt and is connected to an American woman who calls herself Princess uh, Susanna von Radic of Croatia and learned oh, oh, he earned a medical degree in Israel. Hmm. Seriously, where are you finding? Where, 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 are you, where are you finding this? Oh, he also claimed he foresaw these September 11 attacks. Where Where are you finding this? This is literally just Wikipedia on this guy. I have his Wikipedia <laughs> open. I don't see this. Where is his Wikipedia? Oh, I see. He considers himself. I'm a hybrid yeah. species of reptilian and Andromeda. You mean Andromedan? Yes. But anyways. And I Ooh, also he, hold the energies of the ancient spirit. He claims he can cure spirit. COVID with a, with a medallion. Yeah. He says he also, hold on, holds the, ancient, the energies of the ancient spirits from the old world. There has been lies told about our species that I want to address. We are a cluster of beings. Oh, my God. Reptilian from Andromeda Galaxy. Yeah. Leo, uh, just you, you are blessed. <laughs> wow. So he's with Princess... He's a conspiracy theorist, they call him, too. What conspiracy theories besides that? <laughs> besides that. But she, I mean, straight clavicles, long neck, masculine jawline, deep set eyes. I mean, we all know. But. Yeah, she she don't look real. That And, and he's black, so niggas is gay. So, I mean, in, in his bio, I mean, no, 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 wait. He had during his relationship with, uh, where is it? His background. He was married to a Czech, someone of Czech nationality who was named Zanetta Marzakova. 
and uh, he report <laughs> they were married, and then he ended up reporting her to INS and having her deported. That's pretty fucking funny. But uh, <laughs> as an illegal what? immigrant, as an illegal <laughs> in- hey, he, he reported his then wife to the immigration authorities as an illegal resident, and as a result, she was jailed and deported from the country. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, he he does say that casual sex attracts subterranean spirits, right? But wait, but so from 2007 to 2015, he also had a boyfriend, a masseur named Hank Greenberg, who was also his business partner. Oh boy, they broke off their engagement prior to their planned wedding. So he was gonna, in, he was engaged to this dude named Greenberg. Okay, they had a cult. And what? He had a small cult where, like, he controlled these women and raising their kids and stuff. What the? F- this guy is so crazy. This is like, wow. Like, yeah. And he, okay. So then he, um, then he, I guess then he moved on. Uh, he was a model. He did some television shows. Uh, he was, he was written about in Vanity Fair. I mean, <laughs> And they wrote and they Leo, wrote heavily about him being bisexual. Okay, so niggas is gay. Well, uh, um, Leo, do you do you know H.P. Lovecraft at all? I do a little bit, but n- not as much as you guys. This this nigga is an old one. This <laughs> this guy is a fish people old one. Yeah, what was he a model for? Like, but that's I, what he's I, saying too. He's saying he's a reptilian from the Andromeda Galaxy, so, right? And, you know, rep, but he doesn't look like a weekly. reptilian. He looks like an amphibian. You know what I mean? He looks uh, more like a, he doesn't look like a reptile. He looks like a frog. He does. Like, good lord, man! That nigga doesn't look like. But a- yeah, so so he's funny, and um, it was really uh, interesting to see the media spin some of this because it was like. Uh, conspiracy expert came out in the media and said that like the dangers with the durex theory is that it leads people to becoming nazis mm. a black man oh. is leading people to becoming nazis <sighs> why not i can tell I you mean... something else that's really funny there's like uh these like uh, public uh, nazis here in norway these mm. uh, probably feds or agents or they don't have to know that they are that to be that right uh one of like the leaders in in the in the group i just have like this is my intuition i I feel like they're kind of fake because um their leader is uh, a black dude and his name is abraham oh geez we're following (laughs) a a neo-nazi a black neo-nazi named no he's he's just like a dude and his name is abraham but he he used to work with an ngo i think it's called uh with Israel for peace until 2019. And then suddenly he uh, learned about the Jews uh, and then he became <laughs> an anti-Semite. <laughs> like publicly, like, yes, I am an anti-Semite. That's what he says. Man. I now hate the Jews. <laughs> yes, basically like that. <laughs> oh, man. um, That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, you got to figure, you know, every other every other public facing neo-Nazi group is led by Jews or blacks or Puerto Ricans or, you know, all three, all three or all three or or, or black Puerto Rican Jews. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's just NJP. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd rather have the uh, the black Scientologists. I would rather have the black Hebrew Israelites because at least they're funny. 
They're they're hilarious. They're awesome. I actually spoke to one, and I, he was awesome. Okay, so this again is a tangent, but we had a black Hebrew Israelite at the last job I was on. He was only, <laughs> he was only there. For, he's an electrician from black electrician from Atlanta. I know, surprise, he was black, but uh, he had the entire gold. It wasn't just gold tooth or teeth. He had all the gold teeth, top and bottom, were all the way around. He had um, a full grill. A full grill, permanent. Um, he had, he was the kind of guy that like matched his, his car hearts to his shirt, to his safety vest. He had different colored safety vests. Oh boy. Oh yeah. To his bandana and everything like in all kinds of jewelry. It's crazy. Like you shouldn't have that kind of stuff on the job. He site. was just, he was just glow up nigga. Right. And he was a black Hebrew Israelite and he got fired for, you know, being basically being racist because he was he was doing all the talking bad to white people about how white people are like you know the Edomites and whatever. He was doing the bit you know at work pretty loudly, and they eventually let him. They eventually let him go. It wasn't eventually. It's was pretty quickly, but it was funny, dude. I That's was like, hilarious. yeah, it is because I was egging him on. You know, like I was no, I was just kind of from the sideline. I was like, tell him about Gad. Oh, you're you like mean drinking Indians? your coffee over yep. on the side. Yep, yep, stirring the pot from over on the sideline. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm still on that company, you know. So, <laughs> you know, with this, with this, um, uh, just a tangent, Johnny. You know this. Uh, with our guest that we'll have on in about a month and a half, mm-hmm. I want to say uh, I want to delve more into the Norwegian bloodline. Yes, definitely. Just a um, little bit. So um, now, yeah. Speaking of bloodlines, uh, Leo, you were saying in your, you said in your Substack that uh, all of these elites. Right, they all have connections uh, via bloodlines and just through, I guess, the religion to people like Crowley. And it's not just it's not just Norway; it's it's France and Russia and and Spain and and everywhere, right around Europe. Yes, for sure. In in Europe, it's a part of the aristocracy, and it has been for probably as long as uh, Europe has been a, a thing. Mm. And, and, and again, and they are all blood related too. all these, these aristocrats and Kings and Queens. It's, it's weird to, to find out that like the King of the, the queen of the Netherlands or whatever is, you know, a third cousin of the King of Spain, who's also a cousin of the King of Norway. And it's like, what, how does that happen? It's the same, well, the same way that Britney Spears is related to Dick Cheney, who's related to Brad Pitt, who's related to Barack Obama. It's just so much more gay nowadays. Yeah, it's way gayer over here. Oh, and by the way, I yeah, figured out what it was. It it's was like your your Hollywood Hollywood version kind of plays mm-hmm. on the exact same same type of uh, power structures, but it's just been <clears throat> bastardized mm-hmm. and taken to like a slightly more sort of public evil face, where it's like, yes, look, we're evil, we're mm-hmm. horrible, deal mm-hmm. with it. Well, with it- in Europe, they kind of like hide it away a little bit yeah it's still behind the velvet curtain and whatever and oh mm. reinhardt i figured out what it was it wasn't dime store charlie day it was dime store seth rogan oh in, in okay mid-summer. yeah he looks like a he looks like a goy seth rogan ew the, the, no i'm saying if seth rogan were like a fat slovenly goy like that's the guy's like a sloppy anyways that's that's what I mean, that's it's you either way yeah exactly anyhow <laughs> but no that uh leo that makes sense but, that the uh yeah. that in america that the hollywood elites are in in the elites in our quote democracy um are, are it's sort of the same thing but they're more publicly evil 
<laughs> because they can be, and it is more publicly evil if you'll notice that, like, I mean, everything from, like, the Dua Lipa, ad, I don't know if that was an advertisement or a, or a video or whatever, to Sam Smith, and that's in England, but, like, uh, you know, being the devil, and you have the the gay little nigger faggot. Um, little Nas X. Little Nas X twerking on Satan and all that. That's just, you know, and these are the, the quote, elites, you know, and they're related to people in you know in in high in business and high up in our government and it's the same thing over in europe it's just the the i think the elites in europe i think they definitely do hide it it's because they have all the mountains they can hide in and do it in right well it seems in europe and correct me if i'm wrong leo um in europe it's just been the status quo for so long that these bloodlines have been at the top and they're able to to work and to delegate and promote without really much oversight, without people freaking out too much. Um, it's the way things have always been done. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, according to the official story now, I'm even questioning uh, how the United States was born in the first place. But, you know, according to, to the official story, it was these Puritans who wanted to get away from those power-hungry, evil people. You know, King James, he used to hunt people on his property for sport and was into demonology. But it seems like here, it's not like all evil or whatever. It just seems like it's it's pagan and witchcrafty, you could say, and definitely calling upon spirits and things such as that. And... um. I've sent some of this information to some people I I highly trust, and uh, they've been just uh, sort of telling me that, for instance, there was uh, an art exhibition uh, in Finland once uh, Sweden uh, was going to join NATO, and that was like uh, a war summoning ritual. So here, this sort of pagan uh, witchcraft and occultism is tied to military power and uh, you know as you see business uh, power inside of pharmaceutical and other really big industries so would you agree that modern art is witchcraft it's it's demonic in nature yeah a lot of it is for oh, sure for sure and uh, it has become more and more demonic in nature now I live in Norway, but some of the strangest experiences I've had has been in Sweden uh, when I've gone to Stockholm and whatever. I'm not going to out who I've been with over there, but uh, I've just seen a lot of... um, a lot of the tech elite and whatever, you know, the sort of like burning man crowd uh, and the people who um, work for companies that try to, you know, gauge uh, how many of the Swedish population would be uh, willing to insert chips under their skin in order to pay and stuff like that. And it's always sort of like the same thing. Like they like to go to Burning Man. They like to trip out. <laughs> They're extremely aristocratic, mm. but they push this type of like Marxism into the world. And they tend to, before the war in, war in Ukraine, they tend tended to travel there. And they also quite enjoyed to go to Israel. Well, they're, yeah, they're party places. It, Ukraine is a was a was a well known party spot, and so is is uh, Tel Aviv. Um, mm. 
And again, like you were saying, yeah. And I was actually saying to somebody today, talking about Burning Man, is how these old elites are not letting go of power, and just there's normally a, a smooth transition of power throughout, you know, time, right? If, it, if if even if it's not smooth, but it's not it's not like now where these ancient, decrepit things. It's, maybe it's only here in the United States, but these ancient things are hanging on to power, clinging to power, not letting it and not letting it go. Because they let their dumbass kids go to Burning Man, and now all their kids are retards like Hunter Biden. Yeah, I guess you know so. I mean? It's just funny because the whole Burning Man ritual, uh, burning the effigy and whatever, mm. is exactly the same thing they do in the Bohemian Grove. It just right. has a sort of a different twist to it. The cremation of they care, just, right? Uh, yeah, normalize that. It's the same. It's the same ritual. They just call it the cremation of care at uh, Bohemian Grove, and. The Burning Man ritual at Burning Man, most people, if you asked 99% of people what Burning Man was all about, they would just tell you about the party and the music and the art, right? I got banged. What? That's. It's literally all about sex and well, partying. That, yeah, but they don't know about the uh, the esoteric occult ritual right. that, that the Burning Man actually you know, implies. It's a Bacchanalian right. Molech type ritual. Right, exactly. They don't yeah, know that. They and, have no uh, idea. I've been studying theology, as you know, and uh, I didn't become Christian until I was like 24 or 25 or something like that, but I always had it in the back of my head. But so I know a lot of different types of people, and, and here in Norway, there there is a big pagan and sort of witchcrafty uh, alternative community. And so I know a lot of uh, those people who are sort of deep within uh, the Norwegian sort of Burning Man scene. And <clears throat> I've seen when they set it up and, and stuff like that. And uh, I was quite shocked the last time I saw them construct their things because they were it was quite sophisticated. They were putting up this uh, statue of uh, Lord Shiva from the Hindu, you know, the Hindu God of destruction. Right, right. But they were also building these like sort of energy entrapments, uh, sort of like a grid uh, to, to, to ward the spirit of Shiva from leaving that area. And uh, I noticed that they did that because they used the mathematical numbers following pi to sort of like make this perfect circle mathematically, but inside of the circle, it was a dance floor circle. There, the spirit of Shiva was supposed to be unleashed, you know? Hmm. So it's definitely religious uh, to these people. Oh, absolutely. It's religious to the oh. people at the top. Yeah. Go ahead, Ronald. Yeah. Where was this? Mm, this was uh, one of the many Burning Man events. Uh, they didn't, no, actually at this one, they didn't burn an effigy. I've not been present when they burn an effigy. <clears throat> but this was one of many that they have now. They hold these burn events now all over Norway and it's uh, uh, become extremely popular in the last two to three <clears throat> years. But it's also become very gay and uh, tech dominant that it didn't used to be that before okay um are you able to share like off air where kind of not exactly but like southern or northern norway this was Um, oh yeah just Uh, for my own curiosity as far as like ley lines go i'd like to see this if that 
intersects. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll share all that with you. I was only present uh, for one of those. And uh, then, like, I wasn't spooked, like, nothing it takes a lot to spook me. So I, I just realized that, okay, now it's a religious endeavor to these people. But what surprised me the most is how many of them were just building it and doing it and being these sort of like dope, dopey hippies. And they had no idea what they were even doing or asking any questions. When I asked a bunch of people and they didn't even know, none of them could answer me. And then I was like, well, who has given the blueprint to build this? And they were just like, well, it came from this artist from there or whatever, but they had been given directions on how to construct these sites. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that checks out because that, that kind of stuff happens out in like Joshua Tree, California in America. Um, um, they, they don't do, we, we know where like the Burning Man stuff is out in America, but in Joshua Tree specifically, they've got those types of rituals with specific ritual circles. And you mentioned pie, they have pie and they use five, the golden ratio. Yes. To um, build a portal out there in the desert yes definitely that's what they're doing but what i came to figure out is uh, what they were doing with that shiva sort of spirit that they were trying to summon that night i was not present for the event i left after that uh was uh, to sort of ward the the rest of society from it they didn't want it to escape that spot so they were being you could say responsible <laughs> responsible adults <laughs> responsible adults yeah what does that even mean at this point we're all yeah, we're all know. doing air quotes <laughs> right all fair, yes. all fair. <laughs> but um when, when i was a kid uh there was a dude who uh he was a mathematics professor, the father of uh, a friend of mine, and he was uh, a genius. He was kind of like uh, a Ted, Ted Kaczynski role model type of father to me when I grew, I grew up. But um, he, uh, he like uh, worshipped uh, Prometheus or told us all these stories about Prometheus and was always very negative to Christianity and these like pagan stories and whatever. And I've heard that type of stuff my entire life growing up, there's a, a big push to get people to not accept Christ. But in a way, it's sort of understandable, like if you just consider what they've been told and what they feel like they've lost. But then all I feel they've lost is that they've lost their ability to throw babies in the ocean. And, you know, <laughs> that's basically where I'm at. Wow. I mean, you can't stop them from doing that, though, because they're gonna they're gonna find a way to do it, regardless. Yeah, I guess so. And we do have modern ways to do it, um, but yeah, it's definitely uh, something else. With like, you have the old sort of Nordic communities that are fairly strong, mm -hmm. and uh, I just sort of watch online because of COVID nineteen and all the weird stuff happening and institutional failures everywhere i'm trying to find out like where the biggest pushback is going to come and there's a, a big sort of like pagan pushback that's more of like the older style and then we have this new sort of like 
matriarchal, feminist, burning man, Hollywood type of style. And these two groups of people, they intermingle. And uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't be too surprised if like paganism plus witchcraft in combination, well, I think that's the biggest religion in Scandinavia right now. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like, because like it's not it's not like they necessarily have to to say that they adhere to it, but through their behavior and what they actually engage with in and these like psychedelic cults that are popping up everywhere and lots of psychedelics being uh, consumed and spread and everyone has a positive view of psychedelics now. It's sort of like in our culture elite, like the son of our prime minister. He's like a hippie who's out of it and doing drum circles in the woods and talking about that you need to do psychs and stuff like that. It's just everywhere in society. It's true. Everywhere. (laughs) Unfortunately. But maybe it's like that in the U.S. too. Um, I don't know. Is it Reinhardt? They're really all just gay and doing butt things, yeah. or <laughs> females are saying let people do butt things, or Un- yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> or it's Jewish space lasers and they're getting kicked off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, wow. My my main question is: Was there never? a a matriarchal like magic society of seers in in scandinavian tradition is that is that correct Hmm. Uh, not according to the official story there wasn't but i think maybe there was like we've always been very uh egalitarian but that goes for all these uh germanic tribes you know there's these stories of roman soldiers and when they're all outnumbered and they know they're going to die. You have these uh, naked women just screaming and shouting and running into their shields and whatever. Right. Well, yeah, we have those, those stories. <laughs> um, if they're true, you know, if they're true. <laughs> that's and that's the question. <laughs> right. That's the question, Johnny, you and I constantly run into. We all run into at this point is what historical accounts are quote historical um, are accurate. And yeah, it's we, really hard to figure that out. Right. And right. like you mentioned, Leo, uh, so much of Scandinavian history comes down to us from monks, comes down even from Scandinavian sources, but those who had converted to Christianity and were monks and who wrote down everything. Um, we have so much, I mean, uh, Snorri Sturluson, right? That's, uh, that is the basis of, I don't know how many Wikipedia articles and... <laughs> <laughs> popular popular uh, sources but we have sources that we can't get in english but we can we can translate from other languages whether it's you know traditional norwegians can uh, uh swedish danish yeah whatever right. swedish danish mm. or, uh, norwegian or any other of those tolkien languages Right, Quenya, yeah. Sindarin. <laughs> you know. okay Sindarin, we're getting into welsh right, uh, right. but Finish, which doesn't exist, but yeah, actually, hang on, yeah, Leo. So, can you just settle this for us, please? Finland does not exist, right? I've never been there, so uh, it probably doesn't exist. Right, right. There it is. There it is. Good enough. Settled. Good for me. Uh, 
Uh, can I post that on the channel? Officially, <laughs> gonna piss off some Finns. They're they're really funny people. Who are you gonna Finns, piss off? They, Who? they get upset Who? Uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, they do. They do. They Especially if you say their country does not exist. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's <laughs> is that so? Is that a real thing over in Europe too? Like a real meme that Finland doesn't exist, or is that just an no. American thing? It's it's an American thing. Okay, it's probably just honestly, it's probably just something we made up. I don't even think it's a. I mean, I don't. I don't how far? How far out does that meme go, Reinhardt? Oh man, we have no <laughs> some idea. of our memes, dude. So, like, I mean, I was I'm there when Finland doesn't exist, and I'm looking at the picture of the Mexican alien right now. And <laughs> the <laughs> cake. That's a real fin. You mean the cake? <laughs> when somebody made a cake out of it, that was that was very quickly. They made the cake, and they they made a video. What it really was? Ha ha! They got you. It was. It's not a cake. That's a, whatever it was. That's some of the worst alien stuff. Like, honestly, over the past couple of weeks, I've seen some decent, like, oh, wow, they're really going to show real disclosure. Okay, cool. Uh, to come on. Like, that's like silly putty. You know, Leo, you, you've seen this, right? The Mexican aliens? Yeah. yeah it's terrible. I've seen it. Yeah. I've uh, memed a little bit about it as right. well. It's absolutely oh, terrible. It's, it's like a little goblin looking creature. looks like a little clay yes whatever yes it's i mean if you know mexico at all it's like a bad pinata it, yes it's like a bad <laughs> pinata that's you would get to be. that you would get at uh going over the border into tijuana right dude my my it's kid terrible. is three years old and goes to church preschool he would make this in class it looks like what paper mache smells like Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, i have a question what are you gonna, what are kids gonna make paper mache out of now that there's no more newspapers Crap. Hmm. Mm. They'll be provided with aliens, right? They'll they can, uh, bug paper. Use espinadas. Bug paper. Gross. Yeah, I I saw that and I was like, "That's terrible. This is not the fact that Mexico is trying." They're like, "Listen, America got away with petrified wood as moon rocks for sixty five years, so we're 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 going to see what we can get away with here." <laughs> Pedro and Jose have carved us an alien. Put it up there. I'll tell you what, they, they went low effort, but man, Atacama Desert down in Chile, they have some bodies. That's, that's what I was talking about was Johnny, the, the elongated skull skeletons. That's where they came from. Okay. They look better than this. These, and those were definitely fake. Oh, they were still bad. Yeah. But, they were still bad, but they look better than this. Yeah. This is terrible. This is worse than uh, India's moon landing. <laughs> This is worse than Chandraya Five, which is like Dime Store Galaxian. What was the sh- what was the shittier version of Galaxian? Stargate. No, it was Stargate in nineteen ninety seven. No, it was a, it was a different game because like Galaga was that like like that Galaga was the real game. Then Galaxian was the Dime Store version of Galaga, and then there was like the oh man, then there was like the cheap version of Galaxian. Oh, and you're ask- yeah, you're asking the Dime Store version of that. Yeah, but that's that's what's going on yeah. with this. It's like you know, it's terrible. We need we need Dog Bob for that one, man. The the Leo, you saw the Indian moon landing, right? Where they landed on the South Pole of the moon, supposedly. Yeah, I did. It's kind of funny. Like uh, we've had an Indian moon landing and a Mexican alien, so maybe the next thing is going to be a Ethiopian uh, deep submarine. Well, they are. Uh, well, it's it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
They already did the submarine. They did the submarine with the billionaire. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they already the Ethiopian did the submarine on Titan. Oh, they, no, they can't do yeah, another. They just, can't do another submarine. Silly out of a rather poor African country. Mm. No, it's going to be Ethiopian John Carter of Mars. You're both wrong. <laughs> you guys are both wrong. They already did the Ethiopian Bible. Okay, they did the they oh. did the big Ethiopian event already. Okay, yes, yes. Thank thank James Bruce the Thirteenth for that. Right. So they already did the big Ethiopian event. So it's going to be some other brown country. Okay, that does something big because you have India going to the moon. Mexico's got aliens. Uh, like what's next? Like Cambodia. No, it's uh, Cambodia on Mars. Right. No, Cambodia. Cambodian have, John Carter. Cambodia. Somalian pirates. Oh. Somalia opens a, a black hole. Yeah. And that is Somalia. It is a black hole. That's Mogadishu. Right there is a black hole. So Somalian Moby Dick. Yes. I don't know. We're, we're, we're reaching here. But okay, so back to Norway. Back to Norway. Um, yes. We, we went to... Where's my notes thing? I had that open a second ago. Because I you sent you sent some notes and we're actually going down your notes, which is which is something we do go off the cuff around here, but uh, it is good to ha- to have notes sometimes. Um, where were we? Oh, we did the cultural elite and all that stuff. Yeah, it's the same everywhere, man. The elites are the elites are the elites. I think that um, the parasites at the top of the empire let the elites do what they do. I you know I mean. Um, there's people above these elites there's or things above these elites oh yeah for sure yeah definitely well and you have dissidents everywhere but dissident quote means something different in every place so as far as dissidents air quotes what what does that look like in norway scandinavia i mean i i have an idea but what does that look like day to day on the streets it's hard to be a dissident in Norway because it's such a low population. We only have 5 million people here and we have a very highly developed middle class. And, you know, it's like the same everywhere else. Uh, you go to fairly uh, rich neighborhoods and that's where you see all these signs like Black Lives Matter and love is love and whatever. And that's not so big here in Norway, but they guard their own sort of like mantra fiercely. And uh, the big story that we have is like, uh, okay, so Norway, when the Berlin Wall fell and the Sovietism supposedly went away, then Switzerland and the KGB's cultural department, they got together and gave birth to Norway. (laughs) <laughs> that's what happened and then here we are today and we're fairly young i believe we may be 33 years old or something like that then and okay. uh, that makes a lot of sense like we're aspiring to be these swiss people we just really we Hold would love it if we had the red cross how, all how old is norway here but we can't have anything the only thing we can have it's the Noble Institute. How? Uh, but through that, we're trying to like extend all our power into the world. And, um, you know, it was a Norwegian woman who first signed the 2030 agenda. And uh, mm. a Norwegian was uh, head of Gavi, the vaccine, uh, whatever, alliance. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the president of the WEF is also Norwegian. Mm. So wait a second. So how old is Norway? 
Norway was really uh, born when uh, the so when the Berlin Wall fell, right? In 1989. Okay, so I guess so that would be 34 years so old. Before, okay, it. so before not that, thir- no, not 33. For, <laughs> before that, it wasn't the Kingdom of Norway or anything. Yes, it was, I mean, but right, it's just but it like a like, running theory. I have okay, that after so, that happened, some ah, that things started happening. The, okay, uh, that was the event. It's the real, the okay, real okay, Norway okay. that we see today. I got you. The yes, modern Norway. Because something, something happened after that in the nineties, and our society changed. It was in the early nineties that we mm. sort of were, we were taken into the EU, and there was um, well, there's oh, there a, it a is woman right there. who worked in in Brussels as uh, a lawyer. Um, within the EU structure uh, and she started writing to the newspaper that this new EU thing was like uh, not good uh, that it violated our constitution and whatever and uh, she was put into a psychiatric hospital and she still is there today well I guess that's what you get for questioning (laughs) right she's totally normal when people interview her but she's been in a psych ward since 1994 insane but that's what they do that's what they do to you um yes man that's uh, what could easily happen to me i guess too yeah i guess so you got to be careful right? honestly mm. but you know i'll avoid it somehow well you guys have you guys have hate speech laws and that kind of stuff yes that came uh, with all this woke stuff you know around the same time that canada went down that road they started doing the same thing here in norway but they haven't been as successful here and uh, there's a a healthy opposition here to like uh, cutting the little dicks of (laughs) cutting the dicks of uh, children and whatever like the whole trans thing it's been like medical professionals saying like uh you people, we can't just like give these children these medicines and whatever. It seems like uh, you're much more extreme with that in the United States and Canada than we are here. Yeah, it's um, here. It's almost like, well, you have the president, you know, Joe Biden coming out and talking about, oh, I love trans kids. You are, you are seen, you are loved, you are valid, whatever the fuck they say to those things. And, you know, and it's like, I want, I love trans kids. I want to see more trans kids. And it's the president saying that he wants to see more kids get their dicks cut off. He wants more kids to cut, you know, have zipper tits. Like yeah, that's, it's insane. But, it's insane. Um, but in Norway, you don't really try have... to just steer us away from the trans thing because it's just, it's so crazy. Like here, it's been going crazy as well. But it's just like, yeah, it's been such a big thing. And uh, I've spent a lot of time on it. I'm just like, I just, it just pisses me off when I think about yeah. it. it uh, <laughs> I can, you know, I can I just, imagine. Oh. It's it's kind of like the trans agenda or talking about pedo stuff with us. I mean, Johnny, you get mad. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we both just hate talking about that stuff. So, Johnny, where do you want to go from here? Um, I don't know what, what else. What do you want to talk about there, Leo? Hmm. Well, uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me uh, on the show. I probably mentioned it earlier it's going to be a little repeat, but I've been listening to this show since about 2016, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't really know what drew me in in the beginning. I just thought it was extremely funny, you know, uh, when you were just riffing uh, <laughs> randomly in all sorts of directions. 
Yeah, we, we, we still kind of do that. We try to keep it, we try to keep it on topic as much as possible now, but, um, the random shit posting is always fun. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, thanks for, you know, thanks for, for coming on for sure. But we didn't talk as much about, uh, your number seven point there between oh, the yeah. NATO, the Marshall aid, the world bank, operation Gladio operation Gladio is something that a lot of people may have never heard of. And that's something we could probably do an entire episode about, to be honest. Yeah, as much as you feel comfortable talking about it. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What was what was your point of tying all that into with Norway? Mm, well, I'm actually not sure if I'm comfortable talking about that right okay. now. Okay. Honestly, like, um, if you're hang, um, hang, hang on a second, dude. Hang on. There's a, a lot of weird stuff happening. Well, okay, I can talk about it. Like, okay. you know, it happens in the United States as well, where right. There's like uh, a certain power elite within, you know, Glowies, uh, who they're in the business of uh, creating terrorism in order to justify the existence of their structure and that they can get more funding. That's why they also, they want to create as many uh, publicly speaking Nazis as possible to justify their own existence and to, to get more Gibbs so that they can further surveil and track and uh, slam down on the population that uh, is getting uh, riled up at the power elite. Yeah. Um, yeah, Johnny, we're very familiar with that. I mean, mm-hmm. we have our own... Um, Oh God! What was the initiative? Um, Which one? Not paperclip. Uh, Cointel Pro. Oh, oh, coin. Yes, yeah. Operation Cointel Pro, Pro is- and I mean, we're we're seeing it today, where they prop up fake nationalist extremists for whatever cause they want, and using that to justify countermeasures. Exactly. Yeah. It was funny here in Norway there was this uh, terrorist attack and um, <clears throat> it was a Muslim immigrant dude who uh, apparently was schizophrenic or psychotic or something and on a bunch of drugs and he shot up some people and they turned it into, uh, they made it all about pride, but it really had nothing to do with pride because the only two people who were murdered were these um uh, not gay, like uh, straight men, you know, and they had children and whatever. Right. But um, it actually came out in the Norman newspapers there as well. That's what I fi- find is kind of like interesting here in Norway that like a lot of stuff is being admitted. It's almost like they're mocking uh, the population or something. Um, that the E service or the Glowies basically, they had uh, been in direct contact with him. And they knew who he was before he did the deed. And the only thing they did was encourage him to do it and tell him that uh, he needed to kill as many people as possible to make Allah happy. Yeah, that doesn't, that, well, that sounds like a, you know, poorly written story. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, they're, they're calling yes. him, quote, terror attacks. Wasn't it, wasn't it just like gay on gay violence or something or Muslim on gay violence or something? 
Uh, no, it was just it was a mentally ill dude who okay. was on a bunch of drugs. That okay, was so it was just, okay, so it was just given a bunch of weapons that I really doubt that he would be able to procure on his own, and then he shot some people, and the only two victims that died had nothing to do with pride, and they were not gay. Ah, uh, but in the but news, they call they it the pride, pride. terror attack. Right, right. Yeah, I call it the pride terror attack because it happened at the time. That's so stupid. No, they they make it a gay pride issue. Mm-hmm, mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's 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 pretty funny. Yeah, they made they had nothing to do with pride, but of course. And then you have the intellectual, uh, you know, uh, sn- snobby class going uh, all around on Twitter and other places saying like. Oh, look, look what you did. All you trans haters and you turfs, you have blood on your hands. They literally said that. And this one dude who was the most vocal, he just looked like, oh, Lordy, I'm going to send you a picture of him if I can remember his name. It was the most soy of soy. He looked like, uh, I don't know, uh, what's that character in in Superbad? You know, the little nerd in Superbad, that movie? Oh, uh... Yeah, no, the the skinny one. Oh, McLovin or whatever. Yeah, his, McLovin, his but he looks. Character's name is. Yeah, and he has like a PhD in uh, in some some bullshit. So he's he's becoming a PhD <laughs> dude, and uh, and he he looks worse than that guy. He has these tiny little like fingers and hands, and mm-hmm. these little like ferret eyes, you know, and, and in the middle of his face. <laughs> well, he's Jewish, so. Yeah. No, that makes sense there. You know, phenotype fits. <laughs> He's yeah. this Jewish guy who looks like the Jewish guy from Superbad. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, it happens, I guess. Yeah. But um yeah, with with that last point, uh NATO Marshall Aid, yeah, uh after World War Two we uh we got a lot of martial aid. And so, you know, what it seems like basically now I'm talking as some people, a person outside of the United States that, you know, they're funding these like drag shows in Ecuador and whatever. And uh, if you don't want to take the aid, you get bombed, you know, so you need to take the aid. Right. Like we're trying to aid you. And then little did we know that it was going to turn into like, yes, uh, the Weimar Republic on steroids, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, my wife and I, we, we've spent a lot of time in Ecuador. We honeymooned in Ecuador because we had connections there and we watched the country fall apart. Actually, we, we mainly have spent time in the, the rural areas outside, but you go to the capital of Quito and, and yeah, it's full on Americanized, um, completely gay. You see that every single country. I don't know if the, the Americanized part is gay because I don't think. I think South South America was was queered up just like America was at the, around the same time. So. Oh yeah, and well, what, while we were talking about the the Jim Jones stuff, you know that during that period, specifically South America, we completely deconstructed and reconstructed that continent. Mm. But Europe is a totally different animal. 
Um, oh, yeah. Deconstruction and reconstruction was happening throughout the entirety of the 20th century. Yeah, for sure. I feel really bad for, I mean, the older generation. I mean, um, so like my grandpa and some of the people mm. his age uh, who lived to be 80 and 90 and whatever, because um, <clears throat> they remember World War II. And I have a lot of interesting stories from that time. And actually, a lot of them were actually very friendly with the young German soldiers, not not the SS. The SS, they were horrible. They were mm-hmm. really evil. Um, like they treated people horribly and whatever. But so then the war ends and they get this aid and America is the new thing. And then they sit and they watch the television and they're imprinted with the moon landing story. And then everything is this like growth, 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 and things are good. And then suddenly it's just like <laughs> on the television here in Norway, they had seriously, they, it was, they were not making a joke, but I guess they were, they had a trans man who uh, is crippled like he can't walk but he mm-hmm. identifies no he 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 is not crippled but he, he identifies as a cripple and uh, just imagine going from that and then you have these seniors who are starting to get alzheimer's and their tv now is just full of these sort of demonic entities and clown world uh, you know circus shows all of a sudden hmm course you know but um yeah that that's just so, so crazy like that one thing because they they put it out that is as if it was totally normal where it's just like wow this uh person identifies as uh, handicapped and is trans and <clears throat> isn't that brave you know <laughs> it's extremely brave it's, it's stunning and brave <laughs> yes, it's all of the things. It's all of the things, absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Um so where else we got here? Let me see. I think we covered all your notes. I think we got everything. Yes, we have. Cool, man. Basically, except one thing, Norway is like a Freemasonic haven, but I guess everywhere oh, is. Yeah, uh, everywhere. Well, right everywhere in the west is really a Freemasonic haven, you can tell. I mean, like even tiny little rural towns in the south have a have a mm-hmm. Mason Hall. So, and you can see in, in, in the cemeteries, uh, you can see all the Masonic, like the older the cemetery, usually the more Masons are buried there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just how the world goes now. But, right. um, <clears throat> yes, we've covered, covered all my uh, notes. Uh, thanks for uh, having me on. I'm a, I'm a bit slow now. You know, it's really late here. Oh, no so, worries, uh, man. I'll well, be bouncing for, uh, any yeah. minute now, but uh, well, thanks for it's coming so on, awesome dude. to uh, to get on this show that I've been listening to for years. I never thought that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to sh- like? You want to give out your Substack, or we can just link it in the show notes, or yeah, link my link my Substack in the show notes, and uh, and that's uh, good for me. Cool. Uh, All right, Leo. I really uh, enjoy this show, and uh, you guys make me laugh uh, a lot. But uh, can also be uh, kind of dangerous, I guess, uh, especially uh, in the place where I live to yeah. be associated with this sh- <clears throat> show directly. <laughs> well, you be careful, sir, and um, we will talk to you soon, man. Thanks a lot. 
Yeah, thank you too. Have right. a good one. Good right. good weekend. All right. Take <laughs> bye care. Bye bye. So that was um kind of spoopy Norway, kinda kind of um geopolitical Norway, also uh COVID Norway. Did not know AstraZeneca was based in Norway. I had no idea. Or, or are they? I don't even know there's, if they are. I just, you know, I mean. Well, there's obviously a lot of Satanists, the cultists, Luciferians, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. that uh, love AstraZeneca. Kind of like CERN, Shiva, and portals. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a cover because it's really in Switzerland. Right. But, but again, you know, all the elites, all the aristocrats, the aristocratic elites in Europe are all related you know, they all probably go to to uh, Switzerland. Well, and apparently things. Switzerland played a part in what we have as the modern country of Norway. Right. Oh, did they? Hmm. Well, yeah, that was part of our discussion, wasn't it? Was it? Was that, but uh, Switzerland? Out of fall of the USSR, unless I missed something. Yeah, I thought, yeah. The Berlin Wall. What did, what did, what did Switzerland have to do with the fall of the Berlin Wall? Well, Switzerland has always been, quote, neutral. So Switzerland was part of um, relocating some of the borders, redrawing borders of countries. And apparently sometime in the 20th century, Switzerland had a hand in creating what we know now as the modern, very gay state of Norway. Okay. Did not know Switzerland was involved in that. Mm. Okay. See, I was, I was wanting to go down that road, but I, that would be a whole nother episode. The amount of countries in Europe that Switzerland has created. Ugh, that could be a series. Hmm. The eternal Swiss always at it. Right. The holy C I of a, yeah. I mean the holy C yeah. I of a, the holy seeing I, you know, also all this, all this, all the things. Oh, all the things. All how right. Many, well, how many jokes can we make? I don't know. We can probably do a lot there. Um, I need a, I need some water. <laughs> My water go. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I just realized I don't have anything, any more water or anything to drink here at the desk. But um, that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, Leo from Norway was a very cool guest. Um, short show, but that's cool. They don't all have to be two and a half hours you know, with a 20-minute music break in the middle. It's all good. We'll be back on Tuesday with a Nationalist Inquirer live over on Pilled Indie Live and Odyssey. So come join us over there. Um, What else we got going on? Um, <laughs> are we having a guest for next Friday? Oh, man. Next Friday's guest. Woo! Boy. We don't want to say who it is. I'm not Do gonna. We? I'm not gonna. You're never gonna get. I'm so no. stoked, bro. I'm like super stoked. Like, oh, oh man, yeah. Jack, your your picture sums it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your yes. reaction picture sums it up completely. Yeah, great. I figured guy. as much. Yeah. I'm like, th- this is the most appropriate thing to post right yeah, now. Yeah, and it's not like, and it's, it's not like we got Kanye or anything, but it's just no. It's just what, the, probably one of the coolest guests ever. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm stoked. It will not be. We will probably I mean, there will be shit posting, but it's going to be very informative and a lot of really cool information. Did you read the Did you read the email? I did. Yeah, he's like he's like, listen, I, I say words. I'm like, okay, I get banned. I'm okay. 
you know that's cool yeah okay i say birds i get banned great so do we yes wow he's Brilliant. literally me i know right well i mean he is and i'm probably like the, the best part is is well you'll, you guys will have to just see next week all right we're gonna get out of here uh there will be a creepy pasta at the end of this and uh we will see you later i'm travel makes you gay oh so cute i don't sleep long rotten fingers grabbing me from behind, trying hard to drag me down, down to an abyss. I can't see the end of it. I slip. It's dragging me to the edge. I can't see the face, but I feel the hot, rancid breath on the back of my neck. I'm trembling, but there is no time to be afraid. I need to move. I summon all the strength within me to resist the relentless force trying to drag me into the abyss. It won't happen. I can do it, but I'm paralyzed. I want to run away, but I can't. I'm trapped, and my body betrays me. I want to scream, but my voice is imprisoned. I'm losing my grip. It's dragging me, whispering cryptic incantations to my ears. Now that I lost my grip, it's dragging me, inch by inch, with each pull. I'm a little closer to the edge. Whatever it is, it's not in a hurry, mumbling something to itself. Now it knows the resistance won't be a problem. Finally, on the edge and I'm falling. Two more hands are now holding me, and I hear a lot of whispers. I still can't understand them, but they are chirping. They've won. I open my eyes, drenched in cold sweat. My heart is racing, but relief washing over me as I realize it was only a nightmare. Well, it can happen to everyone, right? I need to sleep. I have an important meeting in the morning. I close my eyes. I hear a voice. At first I think it's water dripping from a faucet, but when I listen carefully, it seems like a whispering growing louder with each passing moment, and it's getting closer and closer. I feel butterflies in my stomach. For a moment, I think it might be the effect from the nightmare, but the sound is getting closer and closer. I need to open my eyes, but I'm too scared to do so. I feel the hot, rancid breath whispering to me, this time in a language I understand. We got you.